Orgasmic Enlightenment, where the sexual and spiritual come together. I'm Kimanami, and I'm a holistic sex and relationship coach and a vaginal weightlifter. In this show, we explore all things intimate. I believe that our sexual energy is life force, creative energy, and we can use it to shape our worlds, strengthen our relationships, and self-actualize. I blend the most avant-garde information from neuroscience, ancient sexual practices like Tantra and Taoism, to renegade wellness modalities to show you how to create gourmet sex in your lives. Come one, come all. The myths of menopause. Very excited about this episode. So I want to kick off today with a note we received from a very proud husband. He listened to last week's podcast, hashtag this is 48, and he wrote in to share this with us. He says, just a short note to say that my beautiful wife has a very high libido. We make love several times a week and is succulent and juicy on a permanent basis. She squats and deadlifts 65 kilos, which is 143 pounds pounds, which is 25% above her body weight. She has a gorgeous body and wears the sexiest bordel lingerie you can imagine. This is a very high-end lingerie company that I think they're based in the UK or Europe. She's been running her own business for more than 20 years. I am so blessed. She is 73 years young. So how do you like them apples? Last week, I talked about defying age and especially the common stereotypes that go with it. Women have this even harder because they get this menopausal death sentence handed to them and then they're told that this is normal, that it's normal to have no natural lubrication after a certain age, no natural hormone production for their sex hormones, and no libido. Basically, no life, at least no life force. No, all gone. But instead, because your body is so inept, you can very conveniently be saddled with a lifelong supply of KY jelly, artificial hormones and a brand new drug for female libido, and maybe we'll toss in a few organ removal surgeries to kick things off. Look, if you're an allopathic doctor or an OBGYN, menopausal women are your cash cow. They are the gift that just keeps on giving. It's a lifelong dependency. Seriously, they're like a drug dealer's wet dream, i.e. an allopathic doctor. This is such a crock of shit. First off, menopause as a shitty experience is a largely Western and mostly North American concept. There are places and cultures on the planet that don't even have a term to refer to this stage of a woman's life. France is known as the country that menopause forgot. In Japan, they don't even have a name for hot flashes. And then there are indigenous cultures that don't even acknowledge any kind of shift. Or if they do, it's that the woman is now transcending into elder statesmanship, right? She's becoming now an elder, a wise woman, rather than some kind of shut down, you know, like some mandatory list of awful, awful symptoms that been you know, that get prescribed along with this change in their life. So they haven't had this awful prescription. So they simply don't get these symptoms because they don't know that they're supposed to. I've also seen that in cultures where older women are perceived as still sexual and beautiful, like let's say in Europe, where like an older woman can still be very sexual, women experience less of these prescribed North American symptoms. And of course, we have our old friend, the Western medicine motto, which is the normalization of dysfunction. 
dysfunction, meaning if you can make it seem that it's normal that people experience such poor health, then your baseline is pretty low. And then not having problems is actually the rarity. And now through our gloriously fucked up culture that pretty much I would say is a calculated campaign by people who profit off of these things, there's now this like, you know, giant kind of movement. Oh, you're shaming someone. Oh no, you're shaming someone. Like, like women saying that they can have a pain-free, trouble-free, soaking wet vagina and a billion orgasms in menopause. Oh my God, you're shaming women who don't have that. No, we're fucking not. This is actually what's meant to be. And everything else that you're seeing is some indication of dysfunction and unhealth. You know, this is a lack of health. And there's obviously... If you're in that position and you're listening to the supposed experts who are telling you this is normal, telling you that it's normal to have to supplement with hormones as you grow older, it's not. This is their business model. And I, you know, they probably even believe that that's true. They've been brainwashed to believe that that's true. And then people who think that they're doing the right thing and they think that they're protecting the disenfranchised, it's like this whole army created of people who will fight for your right for dysfunction. Yeah. Oh, there's such lunatics. Well, we don't do that over here in Anamilan. So if you want to learn how to free yourself out of this unhealthy and deadly paradigm, then stick around and learn. If you are all about whining and all this shaming talk, then you can see yourself to the door. My own explanation for difficult menopause has been that if a woman is loaded up with several factors like stress, ill health, and imbalance, then the turning point of menopause will exacerbate these things. So this is a transition time in the body where it naturally looks for other sources to produce the hormones it needs for the woman to remain alive and juicy. Do we really think that nature is so dumb or in this case mean (laughs) that it's going to say, oh no, you're totally finished. Bye-bye. No way. This is a time of reconfiguration. If the woman is healthy and strong, this will pass with nary a blip on the radar. If she's not, this will be like another stone on a pile of rocks that weighs her down. Most people do not take very good care of themselves. Their diets aren't optimal, they don't exercise regularly, if at all, and they don't keep their emotional house in check. So most people are going to be hit very hard by these kinds of transitions. And so why is it then that the women I know, including myself, who are committed to radical good health, they just sail through this time with no problem, no episode whatsoever. So from a physiological perspective, there's a name for this, quote, failure to thrive. It's called pregnenolone steel, and it can happen in men and women. And it's a very common symptom of the modern world because most people are operating in constant stress. So pregnenolone is known as the mother of hormones. When your body is in a constant stress state, it's generating adrenaline and cortisol, the stress hormones, and there isn't much left over to produce the other hormones that you need, say, for proper sexual health, like progesterone, estrogen, and testosterone. So this might mean that you feel tired, depressed, have a low sex drive, increased weight gain. It also affects your periods and menopause. So my view is that
that a body and a woman in optimal health are going to waltz right through her menopausal situation because she's not stealing the pregnenolone away so that it can't, you know, build her proper sex hormones. She's it's like doing what it needs to do, which is supporting the system all around. So in my view, the things that a woman needs to do to really support this time would be one exercise her vagina with a jade yoni egg. So this creates massive lubrication, orgasmic reconnection, sexual healing in the body. Very powerful tool. Eat well. So whole foods, organically grown diet. Exercise her whole body. And I mean really exercise. Walking a few times a week is not exercise. You need to sweat and build muscle. And then to feng shui her sexual self and relationship. These things will get her going again or keep her going and smoothly transitioning through, especially the sexual pieces. So I've had women who are in the category of not eating that well, not really exercising, not even exercising their vaginas, and they come gushing back to life when they clear blocks in themselves and in their intimate relationships. So I mean sexual blocks. Boom. <laughs> I've also had women who simply began exercising their 60 to 70-year-old vaginas and feng shui, their sexual selves, and boom, the 60 and 70-year-old ladies be a gushing. So my point is, overall that these symptoms and conditions are not mandatory. They are not a necessary part of menopause, like low libido, lack of natural lubrication, not feeling very well. There can be all kinds of different factors contributing to these things. As we've talked about, stress can affect hormone production and overall health, and there's other factors that I talked about too. But my view is there is always a solution and hacks, meaning that just using a jade egg can trump having stress. Once you wake up your sexual energy and heal sexual blocks, that creates such an elevated effect in your system that it transcends these other factors, even diet, even exercise, even stress. It goes beyond them. So my view is that in nearly every situation, there is a, a solution that is natural, healthy, and uplifting for the entire system. My solutions do not include drugs and surgery. <laughs> the sexual Description is number one. And so one of the best ways to combat stress and cortisol is sex and orgasms. So the oxytocin that you generate through gourmet sex and orgasms, especially the deeper vaginal orgasms, has the effect of immediately wiping out cortisol. So a lot of orgasms and great sex is actually your best remedy for menopausal stuff and the potential pregnenolone steal. So the women that I know who triumph through this time in their lives, they have sexual self-knowledge, they're committed to their sex lives, and they have the intention that they will slide right on through, and they do. Today, we've brought in Sammy, a well-fucked all-star, to talk to you, who is, in her words, 70, absolutely scintillatingly strong, alive, vibrant, and juicy. FYI, this isn't the same 70-something woman from the beginning of the podcast. Nah, it's a different one, because I have a ton of them. Well-fucked all-stars! Hello, Sammy. Welcome. Hello, Kim, my sweetheart. I am just so thrilled and happy to be talking to you. You have, you and your work have so revolutionized my life. 
can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> I'm so excited to hear more. So like this whole project of the Well Fucked All Stars is a way to really highlight people who've done this personal sexual work and have had these really transformational results in their lives. So you, in my mind, are an especially epic representation of this. So tell us a little bit about like, how old are you? This is a very important detail, especially for you. And what do you do in your life? I am 70. I've been on this planet for seven decades. And I've been uh, talking and teaching about sex for some 50 years now talking about it longer than that probably 65 years as soon as I could talk but uh, I've traveled around the world studied with lots of teachers and I really want to say Kim you are absolutely superb you are above the way above the margin in fact you've really started a revolution as far as I'm concerned here. Um, the, my work, yeah, I, I'm a sexuality counselor, uh, among others, and also grief counselor, etc., and pastoral counselor, and um, also a sexological body worker. Um, and uh, that's why I've just followed every dimension uh, about sex, trying to learn everything I possibly could. And when I found you, oh my gosh, it was like, oh, She's speaking my language and teaching me more. That, that was also just so remarkable. Like I was telling you earlier about, uh, for example, my, my uh, spouse, my mate, uh, is so thrilled about the cum diet, and, um, you know, which I was always into, but he also swallows as well, uh, squirting. And uh, we just get, it gets more and more delicious as time goes on. And you really, I don't know anybody else who uses that term. So it's probably your term, but man, what, what a great theme. Not, not just that. There's so many other things. Like I was also mentioning to you a little earlier about the whole body orgasms, um, the orgasms all over the place. When you first introduced me to this elbow gasms, nipple gasms <laughs> and all these gasms, you know, which I was already experiencing, but I never attached it to that kind of, uh, that that's another form of orgasm. And especially people, like I was saying earlier in my age range, um, who still have this very isolated programming about you only have one form of orgasm, right? Mm -hmm. That's it. And usually for the males, it's like you get it up, you get it in, you get it out. That's it. Yeah. And then you go to sleep, yeah. start snoring. Yeah. And so, um, right. And I also took your male mastery course as well, which is phenomenal. I think every woman besides male should, should do this. Um, not as, as well as the, uh, all your courses. The, the well-fucked woman is, is just you know, utterly amazing and incredible. And the, I'm so enthused about this because especially, as I was saying, people in my age range, um, we act, people atrophy, the people around me are atrophying, the bodies are atrophying, the spirits are atrophying. They don't know what can happen for them. They don't know, and they've lost the belief and the hope and the energy to rejuicify themselves. You know, uh, one of the big themes in people my age, you know, of course, for the males, it's the limptic, um, this horrible expression of ED, uh, and which sets up a negative 
programming in the brain. And um, also for the women, you know, the dry vaginas, you know. Mm -hmm. And so they don't know that they can relubricate themselves. They don't know how to plug in and turn on and, and get turned on. So I want to just focus on a few things that you said. So the idea very reinforced in our culture that once people reach a certain age, even in their 40s, that they mm -hmm. start to perhaps need Vi Viagra. Like this is a promoted idea that women need lubrication. They need mm -hmm. hormones. Mm -hmm. They have to supplement with all these things or they are going to be sexually inept. They won't have any of these natural responses any longer. And so mm -hmm. the fact that you have sex Seven decades going in mm -hmm. you and you have what mm -hmm. you refer to as a juicy vagina so mm -hmm. I mean mm -hmm. tell me about that like you have a juicy vagina you have yes. regular sex dates with your partner so yes. you've clearly you know flo flown in the face of all of these supposed concepts so tell us if yes. you would about your juicy 70 year old vagina yes 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 so I began I said I am going to juiceify my vagina and <laughs> I, that's when I began to realize, uh, first of all, how to turn on my parasympathetic system uh, to move into the, uh, the aspect of surrendering, of opening, of relaxation, of breathing, lots of breathing techniques I, I practice, um, meditation techniques I practice to really open and allow my vagina to speak for herself and uh, also teaching my partner my husband to um, softer entry softer entry because he was already experiencing that anyway and how nature does that for us with with older people this is very interesting but rather than get off on that tangent um, and so his openness to be willing to allow has given me uh, the information that I needed to know, okay, I'm feeling a little safer here. I'm feeling more safer, safe. I'm feeling um, that I can relax more because unless the communication goes on, uh, I, my, my vagina clamps shut. It does, it'll stop and it'll stop lubing itself. And as I feel safer and more comfortable with that, then I start to lubricate. I just I do naturally. It starts. I also practice daily self-pleasuring. This is another a very, very, very important thing. Um, I do it on a, a everyday basis. Um, and either I do a whole variety of different techniques. It would take me another two hours to describe all the different things I do. But basically, I'm with myself. I'm loving my vagina, my vulva, my pelvic floor, my body, myself. Loving, loving, loving. And this is also what increases the lubrication. So basically, I'm walking around all day long well lubed, mm -hmm. very juicy. Always right? wet, perpetually wet. Yeah, Our always lady of wet. perpetual wetness. A lady of perpetual wetness. I love this phrase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then so meeting you, um, listening to you, I said, ah, she's, she's, that's it. She's there. I mean, she's, uh, she, she and I are on the same page here, you know. And so that, that's really what I promote strongly. Uh, and several women I've worked with, older, older females I've worked with who, 
really seriously have this issue. Um, uh, they also are doing these kinds of things I just described, and they're youthening and rejuvenating themselves. Oh, speaking about youthening, uh, this has not only made my vagina younger, this has made, I mean, younger than I am, I'm sure. I don't, I don't feel like I have a 70-year-old vagina at all, at all. It feels more like maybe 40. <laughs> it's not as it was when I was 20 or 30, but I'm not the same person I was at 20 or 30. Mm -hmm. This is the other thing is my youthening because of all the sexual uh, stimulation and life that I pursue and that I have, um, I feel younger than I ever felt in my life. Amazing. I would say maybe not like a teenager, mm -hmm. but you know, I don't want to be like Smarter the teenage wife. revolution. <laughs> It's very, yeah, it's like all the, the, the things I've learned. Plus, I mean, my body is amazing. My my health is amazing. My vitality. Well, you can hear it. I've been working definitely now morning since 4 a.m., right? I've been working, and, and I'm the same energy, and I work until like 6, 7 in the night, and it's the same energy. I'm so alive just like this. You, you too, it really shows in your voice. You sound very vibrant, very alive, very positive. Um, so you're wearing that vitality. And this is something that I yeah. talk about a lot. You would have heard me. The, the well-fucked, the well-fuckedness is something that we inhabit and we wear and we radiate. And not only does it give right. us more energy to live our lives right. and infuse into everything we do, but we also right. wear it like this energetic magnetism that we begin to draw things to us draw people to us and we just shine with this vitality that's palpable to the people around us oh totally totally that and you really also introduced this as all the many things that you've introduced um uh this concept that we can radiate it like when i walk into the local uh uh, shopping, food, food place, uh, the, the local mall, the, wherever I'm going, um, I feel radiant. And people respond right away to that. I can feel it. And the connection is there. You know, we never have to experience loneliness. This is something that consistently, especially folks in my age range, uh, all younger people too, this fear of loneliness, and I'm going to be alone, and if I don't get this one, then I, everything's going to, my life is going to be, you know, at an end. And, and I say, oh my gosh, we are social human animals. We, we never have to feel lonely. Once we turn on that sexual life force energy and keep it moving, turn our own pilot light on. One of my teachers used that phrase, turn your own pilot light on. Turn the light on, then it stays on. You radiate all over the place. You connect with everybody. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm having orgasmic experiences when I'm walking down the street. <laughs> really, that's it. That's this expansion where we take the sexual energy that usually most people have just concentrated at the genitals and then they get aroused and then they just dump all of that energy out of their system and they get depleted. Yes. And yes. in this work, it's about recirculating that sexual energy and then wearing right. it and then learning how to consciously right. channel it into all parts of your life. But it also takes that sexual energy as a vitality and energy source, not just yes. the 
encounter and right. it's this thing right. that you then you know you do you wear it it infuses all of your cells you become this and so you actually right. inhabit this turn on in your day-to-day -day life you feel yeah. aroused by life you feel aroused by the projects that you engage in you feel certainly aroused by yourself and your partner yes. and your work oh yes oh yes totally totally and I, that's one of the reasons I also love edging um, because keeping that edge keeping that point of uh, the orgasmic lengthening that really allows me to keep going all day long or to radiate to um, in my work just just as you describe it it in it, uh, infuses the work. It infuses finances. I don't even think about finances. They come. They Whatever I need comes. It comes because I'm drawing that to me because I feel rich inside. I'm, I'm not a wealthy person um, uh, externally, but I am so full of wealth internally and that I have every single thing I need. I'm you know, wherever I am is a paradise. That's the point, too, that no matter where I land, no matter where I live, no matter what age I am, um, it's I'm making paradise. I'm creating. It's sort of like creating the heaven thing, you mm -hmm. know, and, and so that's how I feel. That's how I feel. And you also were one of the first people I've ever heard. As I started using the term sexual life force energy years and years ago. And then when you, when I heard you say it, I said, oh, this woman is really, she's really something. <laughs> You're really something, Kim. Keep going. <laughs> Tell me about your sex dates with your partner. So you said like part of your whole regime is that you have regular sex dates with your partner. Every day. Every, every day. day. You have sex every day. We have some form of sexual expression every single day. My, the whole day for me is about orgasm. It's about being turned on. So when, I, when his physical presence comes uh, back from wherever he is at. And even when he's not, I call, I text, I, I think of him, I send him energy, love, goodies, kisses. Uh, when he comes, um, I can feel him. When he comes in, in the door, I mean, <laughs> physically walks. And, you know, I can feel him. I uh, brush, you know, his shoulder. That to me is, is thrilling. Um, I touch his cheek, I kiss his lips, his nose, his neck, his head. I touch every part of his body. We do this frequently throughout the day. Um, and, I mean, if he happens to be home and if, he, if he's away. Uh, and uh, when he comes back, you know, I can do the, all of this physically. We do this every day, every day. Uh, we don't have intercourse every single day um but when it's practical we do um we have lots of blowjobs all over the place everywhere everywhere every part of the house every outside everywhere we can in bathrooms it doesn't matter a roving blowjob i love favorite it blowjob anywhere anytime the best oh, the roving blowjob yes 
the fast, the long, it doesn't, it, you know, it goes, it's fast, it's quickie, it's long, it's delicious. You know, I teach women how to do, how to give blowjobs. They don't, many women come to me, they say, yeah, I don't want a blowjob, yeah. I don't even go near it. And of course, they've been conditioned, you know, about this. They don't, they don't know uh, what a gorgeous cock how gorgeous cock is, how wonderful, how stimulating, or, or, or uh, uh, vulva, you know, if they're into vulvas, right. how wonderful the vulva is. The whole pelvic floor, not, and not just the genitals, as I said before, kissing, um, hugging, uh, smooching with all the parts of the body. Well, I love what you're saying is that you are keeping your sexual energy high all the yeah. time. So you are not just relegating it to a time and a place like in the bedroom at in the evening. Right. That's when this happens. And then it doesn't really spill out of there for you. It spills right. out over into any time of the day, any part of your life. Right. You're wearing right. this energy constantly. You're aware right. of it in yourself, right. in your relationship. And then you mm -hmm. are constantly exchanging and playing with engaging with mm -hmm. this energy with your partner. And so you're right. living in this, what I call a, a state of constant sexual simmer. So you're simmering yeah. all of the time. You never really have this extinguishing of the flame or this dropping down to an ice you're always no. in that hot zone right. like you know nearly at boiling all the time and that's where right. I encourage people to live and that's when you really take advantage of that life force energy of your sexual yes. power is then you really yes. do tune into it as a life force as of as nourishment as a superfood supplement that you it can is. take all the time right. and get right. energy from you know you know right. i talk about my coffee breaks when i need a bit of inspiration during the day or feel my energy drop oh i'll go in self-pleasure for about 15 maybe 30 minutes and then come back to work with all kinds of creative juices simmering Right. I love that term, sexual simmer, that you use, too. That That is fantastic. And because of that, there's no such thing as boredom in sex. Why or, is that? Why uh, do you think the there's no such thing about. as boredom in, in sex if you're doing what? What makes sex not boring? The sexual simmer. The radiating of it every single day. Uh, so that every when I approach... Uh, my myself, my body, when I turn myself on, there's always something new to discover. There's some new place, new area that I haven't touched uh, um, in a different way yet. I'm looking forward to the way I can touch the back of my neck, my throat, the inside of my mouth, not just my vulva, but my legs. Uh, music also is part of my life, so I use that, you know, as to directly stimulate me. And so when I'm approaching my partner, um, every approach is new. Every single day, every time is new. There's something new to explore. So do you and think it's so your there attitude? There can't be boredom with that. It's your attitude right? that there's Sorry. something new to explore? Attitude. Mm -hmm. Totally. And there is not only just my attitude, but it's a reality. The, the body, there's every single, uh, oh, my guess, second, probably, but certainly every minute, there's new cells being born, mm -hmm. you know, through apoptosis, the old cells are dying, new cells are being born everywhere in our body. Uh, and therefore, there's a new me coming about every single 
I, I feel it every moment, but you know, certainly every day. And so with him, so with my partner, there's, there's a new person there. Mm-hmm. And so the, it's a cellular alchemical uh, experience as well as a conscious attitudinal experience. I don't know. It's like chicken and egg. I don't know which comes first, but now they're so blended together that every, every morning when I wake up, it's like, wow, what's well, a new day. Wow. I get out of bed with, wow, you know, what can I do now? And I'm uh, sure I have aches and pains. It is not that, you know, there's not creaky things going on in my body at this age. There, there just is. Um, but it's it's not a hindrance to me because pain is also a messenger. I treat it as a messenger that I can listen to right. and, and yeah. communicate with and transform. So any kind of pain, whether, you know, it's a pain in my vulva or it's a pain in my joints or uh, wherever it is, I say, oh, okay, so tell me what's going on there. Tell me what you're feeling. Tell me what. What are you? Are you afraid of something? You know, I have actually dialogues with my body, <laughs> and I teach people how to do it too. Yeah, it's so great because then there, there's never a, di- not that despair doesn't happen, not that all the other emotions don't happen. They do because of old programming that's still lodged in my brain. That's lodged in all of our brains. You know, we've absorbed this stuff from our society, but. Things, everything can be changed. I've experienced that over and over again. I wrote about a lot of this, uh, you know, change and stuff in my book. I have a book um, out. And it's it's about my life and just showing, I wrote it basically to show that any middle class person, anybody, no matter where they are born or what they're born into, can change their lives. Mm -hmm. No matter what traumas and experiences they have, they can change their lives because we are that's what happens on this planet there's the law of change it's a part of the planet it happens everywhere in nature everywhere in the rest of the animal kingdom and we're social human animals so we've got it too what's the name of your book oh it's called scalded the making and undoing of an extremist (laughs) how about that (laughs) that's great yeah. Is there anything else that you'd like to add that you, we don't haven't covered that you feel is integral to your being a well-fucked 70-year-old woman? <laughs> oh, keep going forward. Whatever's happening, that's my motto. I keep going forward. No matter what trauma, what devastation, what experience, what ecstasy, whatever it is, keep going forward. There's no limit. There's absolutely no limit. It's fantastic. It's phenomenal. Life is phenomenal. Excellent. Well, you certainly, just by listening to you, just as we said earlier, just in the way your voice, the tone, the sound, the inflection, the energy in your voice is so vibrant and contagious and beautifully open and aware. So you clearly are wearing the energy of a very sexually inhabited woman, and it's so beautiful to see. Oh, sweetheart. Thank you so much for all you're giving all of us to the world. You are doing most courageous, most amazing work, and your life is a testimony to it. Everything I've heard about your life is a total testimony to it. You have also been doing all of these same things, I feel. Uh, And uh, we're together in this. 
Thank you, Sammy. Oh, thank you, Kim. In conclusion, who is in charge here, you or your hormones? Last year, I did a workshop with the legendary Wim Hof, and if you don't know the Iceman, as he's called, he's this amazing guy who's learned how to hack and override his autonomic nervous system, or the ANS for short. So he set something like 16 Guinness World Records for things like climbing Mount Everest in a pair of shorts only, like just wearing a pair of shorts, and running a marathon in Iceland in his bare feet and I think sitting in a cold ice like an ice tub of water for three hours or something like that he's defied so many of the supposed physical limitations that humans are told they have according to and I'm making air quotes right now science he does these things <laughs> you know like because he can override his ANS so your ANS is responsible for the things that we don't have to consciously think about controlling or doing to stay alive like breathing or your heart beating. We just do that. And we're told that we have no conscious control over them. We do. So I've been controlling the duration and the frequency of my menstruation for the past 20 years. And recently, or semi-recently, when I knew that my partner and I didn't want to have any more children, I stopped my menstruation altogether. No big deal. No symptoms of perimenopause and menopause. I don't even know what this fucking shit means. I'm serious. Like I have to end up looking it up because it doesn't apply apply to me. So <laughs> these are all the techniques that I teach in my salons for all women, particularly in vaginal kung fu with the menstruation control and the overall well-fuckedness and sexual energy clearing blockages in my well-fucked women's salon. The big message here is that you can rise up and gain control of these things and of you. If not you, then who? The How to Be a Well-Fucked Woman Salon is coming, are you? This is my signature eight-week salon for how to live, thrive, and orgasm in a female body. In the Well-Fucked Woman Salon, there'll be a special section on Well-Fucked Menopause where we'll go through all of the tips, tricks, and hacks so that you can move through this stage of your life with grace, glory, plenty of orgasms, and tons of gushing lubrication. Check out the free video series on my website and look out for registration opening in mid-July. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe and also leave a review. And send someone else the gift of a healthy libido and an off-the-charts love life by sharing this episode with them. We'll be back next week. And in the meantime, many happy orgasms.